that shit? That bangs! Ooh, I feel that. Hello. What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us for- Oh, the build on it! <laughs> God damn! That's like Stranger Things and X-Files had a baby and just made this fucking beat. Uh, thank you for joining us for another very special episode of Was That in Good Taste? We're your hosts, Chandler Phillips and... James Beery. And today, we're talking about the mystical, the magical, cryptozoology. <laughs> it's... We're talking about like like jackalopes and Loch Ness monsters. Hippity gurgles. And the big feats. The chupacabras. The Jersey Devils. All that good shit. We're talking about that the things that might be out there. But but do we know about them? Do they know about us? Welcome to Cryptoids. Do you know them? How many do you know? And do they know you? Do, what do they know? Do they know us? Let's find out. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, review, all that good shit. Uh, if you like what we're hearing, what we're saying, if you like hearing what we're saying, it's important. It really helps, and I promise, if you do it, it'll be better. Never. Just like cryptids. The more you believe in us, the more we exist. <laughs> um, I'm really excited for this episode. Really, it's all just... I can tell. It's all based around the fact that I really wanted an excuse to get this gin that I really like, but the emblem on it... Don't listen to IRS. That is not true at all. This is a bit. That's not true at all. We ended up having to purchase the item that is needed for the episode and writing off our taxes just because of that, not because you wanted the gin. That's a legitimate disclaimer and disregard everything I have to say. Um, just in general. That's probably some good that's advice. Safe. I feel like that's safe, actually. That's good advice to live by is just kind of disregard what I have to say. Um, I but... always do. <laughs> anyway, before we get into all these, all these spooky, scary creatures that could be lurking out in the wilderness um how you been Jay? Oh, let's gotta, let's do a little we'll little, do a little catch, catch up. up just do a little I little mustard little catch up have nothing to talk about but i want to take four minutes to tell you about ben shapiro's fiction book what oh it's a fiction book okay you ready for this the main character as described scrawny little weakling insecure but a late puberty and when he becomes a puberty he becomes a nice big strong man who joins the military the main antagonist wait, wait, wait. no i've seen this it's a it's captain america ah yeah the two main antagonists are the president of the united states who is a like caribbean or some kind of ethnic black man and the other antagonist what? <laughs> is, wait no how did what is a is a radical blm leader who uh-huh. at one point in the book frames, um, coerces and manipulates the situation so that some innocent cops accidentally kill an innocent young black child. And as wait, such, but they're so they're innocent on both sides. Yes, but hmm. but because hmm. but because 
he instituted it to make it to make the cops actually concerned and afraid so they kill these unarmed black children and that causes race riots because the villain is a blm leader a radical blm and tifa person oh Oh, at some point the blm radical leader convinces the black president to launch a nuclear attack on whom i don't know but i'm pretty sure it's like israel or like jerusalem not pakistan because it was pakistan in the book they'd be like yay oh also in this book uh the united states wait it's a full-on book it's not just like he wrote an article and and in in the united states the whole premise of the book really is that we're going over the border into mexico to take the country over what to stabilize it because it's so dangerous and wild and unsafe what this is a Ben Shapiro book. That's all I had to say. I just wanted to share that with people. This exists. What? <laughs> Look at your god now. <laughs> what? <Fuck. laughs> What's a bigger cryptid? Uh, the Chupacabra or an organized Antifa leader? Like, neither of them really <laughs> exist. The BLMs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Antifa literally is a cryptid. Yo. Right? Is Antifa it- a cryptid? I- oh, I wish no, that was No, no, no. An Antifa leader is a cryptid. Because, like, people... No, no. People can be anti-fascist. No, no, no. Antifa is specifically a group of people who plan things together. Antifa is a terrorist organization. Oh, you're... It's... It's been... You're right. Because, um, the FBI... It's not been been anything. It uh, is. the, The... What was it? The FBI... Uh, called Antifa a terrorist organization. Oh, wait, Ooh. no, that wasn't Antifa. That was uh, white supremacy. Sorry, no, that was the opposite. Oh, it wasn't um, white supremacy. There's no way. It was, it was, no, um, no, Antifa is the big bad wolf that uh, the CIA deemed a domestic ter- Oh, wait, no, that's not the domestic terrorist threat. It's the, um, it's the other side, huh. right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the yeah. actual fact. I don't know if you know what happened, but, like, a few weeks ago, a bunch of hogs, like, stormed the Capitol, but it was Antifa, with, like, Trump flags and Confederate flags and Nazi flags, and, you know, I'm just saying that totally Antifa, and also nobody there was a person of color, I don't know. Yeah, and they were all parroting... The white block? Yeah, um, because that's, it's Antifa, right? Um, we don't have evidence that Antifa exists but we know what's out there no we do um black people exist (laughs) honestly i don't care i at least want to share that i experienced this thing where i learned that ben shapiro is an ultra bigot so that's it that's my life what about you what's going on oh nothing nothing happens with you wow that felt jameson cobu shirt it's even a bad liquor jesus where is this coming from (laughs) viciousness where is this venom are, do you want to talk venom, about some shit? Like the kind of venom spat by these cryptoids or cryptozoids? None of that is correct. <laughs> right. I feel wrangled, coerced, hornswoggled, bamboozled, bamboozled, <laughs> corralled into talking about these things that I don't know anything about. That's a, no one really knows anything about these. But in the spirit of cryptids and cryptozoology um 
I'm wearing blue. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, you are. I, I wanted, I wanted some gin, and this gin, this Hammerhorn gin, uh, Norwegian small batch. Uh, its emblem is a Hammerhorn or a hare with horns, um, named after a particular mountain in uh, Norway, and. It's it's got some interesting flavors, some interesting stuff, but its emblem is uh, similar to that of a jackalope, and I was like, let's. What's a jackalope? A jackalope is a North American or Western um, mythical cryptid being. Uh, are, they, are they not? I are they not real? They're not real. It's it's like a jackrabbit with antlers. That makes so much sense. In they're they're pretty neat. They'd be they'd be really neat if they were actually w- real, but um, they're not, or at least as far as we know. And so, I I want to talk a little bit about what a cryptid is. Hold on, I'd say real quick before you jump off that gin a plus, super delicious, super good, mad rich. We made an awesome fucking cocktail with it. You're like trying to bounce, leave me. In the dust because I won't put up with your fucking nonsense, okay? With your fucking ridiculousness. But this gin is fucking d- good. This Norway, gin is banging. I'm not completely sure where Norway is, but I'm pretty sure it's Salway. South. It's somewhere in the South way. Anyway, it's. <laughs> me alone. Don't look at me like that. Um, it's super good. And uh, one of the things is I'm actually super glad you picked it because we'd had it before. Um, and I liked it, but I didn't really, you know, it's super complex or anything. I think personally that the mythical wis- the, or the mythical gen of the monkey 47 Ooh. is honestly not that different than the Harrow horn. You they're, know, you, they're at the same caliber of uniqueness, I think. And as far as the ethanol and like all that kind of how refined it is. They they both bring something to the table, and super good. It's gin. <laughs> it's good. It's delicious, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the pink lady we made. I honestly find it to be something that's super awesome. And the best thing about it, of course, is that you could listen to our entire impressions, our rating, our opinion, and kind of be educated about gin a little bit if you listen to Behind the Bar this Monday coming up at eight a. M. That's right. Wherever you are, 8 a.m. EST will be posted fresh chef's kiss. If you're ever interested in learning about gin at 8 a.m. and you're just like, oh boy, I can't wait to get some gin in me. Um, no, you're going to work just really wishing so you can listen uh, to us drink it. It's just wetting the palate yes. for then the, the afterwards drink. For them, for them it's catharsis. For, for us, it's schadenfreude. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's like you have to go to work. <laughs> suck it, yeah, suck it. Look, look us enjoy this small batch craft gin. Real quick, just another real like the reason I really like this gin. Another plug for it. Its featured botanicals are uh, rhubarb, blueberry, um, marjoram, and uh, a seaweed algae called bladder rack. Um, it gives it this really interesting body. It's phenomenal um it's what we're drinking right now uh that actually happened to me the other day i sat down my blood said 
and it just racked. <laughs> Whoa, didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Had to get it removed. Do you ever have your bladder removed? It's a thing, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm I'm scared to like because like never mind never mind the bladder is like the intermediary it's the toll booth operator that's okay. no cut the middleman out <laughs> straight to the source <laughs> that's dumb you ever have medical catheter in oh you have somebody medical no recreational <laughs> of course <laughs> sounding. <laughs> don't don't google sounding it's no don't do it oh, i can't um, oh so in the spirit of this ridiculousness that we're getting into oh, i'm not ready for it i think wait i'm let resistant me... my arm is like i'm pouting all right all right we're gonna play a little game in a little bit not yet not yet oh, not oh, yet oh, oh, i oh, want to make oh, sure that oh. we all get our our Ooh. specific definitions down <laughs> Okay. All right. So, for those of you wondering, what the fuck are we talking about? Cryptids and all that jazz. Um, a cryptid is an animal or being whose existence is unsubstantiated, meaning there's hypotheses that it exists, but it hasn't been proven wow. to exist. I would. I've never heard of anything like that before. Man, I sure hope those Dominion machines that were hacked by the Russians don't don't feel alone. <laughs> Unsubstantiated, okay. Unsubstantiated. I mean, th- we have no political agenda in this episode, but, you know, sometimes we want to make fun of people who think things exist that don't really exist, but... <laughs> That's such a political statement. That's great. I love that. It's not a political statement. In fact, I'm, I'm not s- being political. I'm not being political. Yeah. All Lives Matter sucks, but I'm not being political. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not political, but... I'm not political, but... Have you ever heard of the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> if like... you believe in it, you might also believe... <laughs> you also might be a bigot. <laughs> Just uh, not because a lot of this monster is not real, but because of that big blue ass matter tattoo, it got tattooed on its ass. Right. <laughs> it's just a little awkward. It might make things a little difficult. You, you to bring tra- Nessie to the fucking family picnic, you know? They're like, "Hey, mm. yo, what's up?" Oh, oh, um, is that a Punisher tattoo <laughs> with like the blue stripe? You know, he didn't stand for the cops, right? He was anyway. He was kind of an allegory, you he know, was- for taking violence in your own hands where you didn't need to just saying is that what you spent the tree fitty on because uh, oh. it's the loch ness monster that's a south park <laughs> reference um get me fitty <laughs> anyway so cryptid cryptozoology is uh is is a pseudoscience it's uh the reason it's not considered a real science like masks like ex- <laughs> i'm sorry continue well, oh. I'm okay, so fuck with you. This, this is you got a, you got an anti Fauci uh, sticker on your <laughs> shoulder. There. Damn um, it, I'm busted. Oh, so cryptozoology. It's de- it's not de- by the scientific community. It's not accepted as an actual science because of the way it goes about proving things are real. Like biology um, and actual zoology, if they have an unsubstantiated claim that a species exists, it'll be like, oh, we believe this part of the Amazon 
has these types of spiders that we just haven't um, uh, uh, documented all the different species and subspecies. And so we're going to go there and empirically study all the different things that are there. Cryptozoology assumes the things exist and then kind of cherry pick the uh, things that would affirm their position while ignoring um, the, the logic and rationale that would disprove their theories. And so strictly because it doesn't follow the scientific method of proving its hypotheses, it's determined a pseudoscience. So here's a question. What's the difference between that and mythology? Because they seem to have a lot in common with the most likely personal beings that some people believe in? So that's a great question. <laughs> Cryptozoology um, like full-heartedly assumes that the beings exist, right? Uh, whereas mythology studies the stories of these certain things existing as allegorical, right? So we have, um, you know, Greek mythology that says uh, sirens exist, or or like you have the uh, the Odyssey where they have to deal with sirens or mermaids that would drag men to their deaths. Mythology um, looks at those things as uh, metaphorical. Um, you know, the dangers of the sea, the dangers of uh, seasickness, and the, um, I guess, uh, dangers of beautiful women <laughs> in, in that traditional role. Um, but cryptozoology would say, no, mermaid, that's proof that mermaids exist because we have documentation and, and anecdotes that, that they exist. That's the really big thing is instead of using empirical evidence, they rely more on anecdotal evidence, right? Um, the other kind of aspect of it that sets it aside um, from traditional sciences is the assumption of uh, creationism and young earth theory that <laughs> the earth is a thousand years old, 2000 years old. Right. Was it, was it, was it, was it actually like 6 million years old? I think it is billion. It's uh, the earth. No, no, I'm saying that that's what the young earth theory is. It's like, it's young earth theory. I think is 600,000 yeah, years something, old. Yeah. Like at the max. Yes. And so therefore, if there were a species of dinosaur that just kind of stuck around for that long, they could still be alive and kicking in the the locks getting of Scotland, or, getting Uber Eats, get yeah, getting getting tree fitted. But you ain't getting no none tree. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm curious because I've met some oh. people who are like they they believe in some, they don't believe in others. Um, and the tourism in California is very referential to the sasquatches are you it's crazy it, i mean oh like the all gas no breaks where he went yeah and he goes and he talks to the sasquatch hunters like there are people who legitimately believe in the sasquatch just hanging out in the woods and they'll go and they have like full-on scientifically well a <laughs> scientific, scientific. scientifically they they go about like 
investigating this in as close to a scientific method as possible. I haven't been killed by Bigfoot. That means Bigfoot saw me coming, and Bigfoot didn't come, so Bigfoot is real. Look, I could count on one hand the amount of times <laughs> I saw Bigfoot and he didn't come. Um, It'd be no, no hands, because no. he would have come every time. Exactly. Oh. But, so there's there's cryptids from all over the world. Everyone's got their folklore, and that's the other thing. Like, folklorists, again, assume that the thing is fictional, but it's a metaphor for some sort of cultural allegory. Um, cryptozoologists take it literal and that's but you have these literal things kind of all over and then you have um with uh imperialism and colonialism there's uh, a bunch of white people going in places that they're not used (laughs) to going yeah and so they see something they're like what the fuck is that it must be something crazy and then you have these kind of weird documentations of or these like there's a bunch of random shit where it's like these people saw something but we know that doesn't exist yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 right um however you've been spending some time in new jersey lately right uh jersey devil yeah i'm I'm thinking of the jersey devil i literally i don't even know how that's exactly where i was going with this uh, okay 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 i mean yes i have been my mother happens to live in new jersey and since COVID's calmed down and I don't have a job, she's not working. I have been able to spend some time with her in the COVID-safe environment. What is it about Jersey? So have you experienced any paranormal or maybe as you're taking the train from Jersey back to here in the in the midst of the night, you see a winged creature with an anthropomorphic body and a horse head leaving hoof tracks? I did? Actually, no, shit. One on Facebook knows my ex. Oh, <laughs> hey yo! <laughs> it's like oh, it says either a lot about me or about her. Anyways, I told him I saw a Yeti the other day. I said, "Yeti, that's just my wife." <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that funny. <laughs> no respect. No respect. No respect. That. I tell you, no respect. The way you did the collar thing. <laughs> Nobody could see you. Just, you took the collar. Oi, oi, yo, I'm a Jew. Huh? Hey. I don't know if you know this, but uh, my wife happens to be hairy and I'm a sexist. <laughs> she won't have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, woman, hey. make me dinner. You're not horny for sex at night because I don't give you affection? Oh. Hey, yo, uh, my girlfriend <laughs> called. She said, come over. Nobody's home. I went over. Nobody was home. They got my ghoul. You, you switch your day. Literally, your accent went and switched like, some gravy. <laughs> I feel like I can appropriately imitate this because I come from a long line of Jews who think they're Italian. Yeah, so it switches. Like you're like you're being a Jew, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh, you got You got Look at the gravy. It's gravy. It's gravy. It's schmaltz. It's whatever you need it to be." Um. Before we get into the real fun, oh I'm going to just lay out this one last delineation between okay. cryptozoology mm-hmm. and zoology and mythology. Okay. So according to uh, folklorist Peter Dendel, he says cryptozoology uh, devotees consciously position themselves in defiance of mainstream science and that that... Uh, psychological significance of cryptozoology in the modern world serves 
to channel guilt over the decimation of a species and the destruction of its natural habitat and to recapture a sense of mysticism in danger in a world that's perceived to be fully charted and overexplored. With that in mind, so there's there's a sense of like a human aspect yes. in wanting to believe. Yes, but ah oh man, this is actually getting kind of interesting. You know, I feel like for people, for example, who are religious, it seems almost like that perspective can be a slight on their religious beliefs. It's interesting how even just the study of mythology uh, has changed as a method of delegitimizing uh certain religions over others in fact mythology really comes from um the the kind of christianization of greek religion uh to where they say yes this is this is what you thought but it's not real because jesus of course yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like how could zeus be around if jesus is really the son of god and hercules he's just you know, he was a guy. He was a cool guy. Which, I mean... I mean there's a guy kind of like him named Samson with long hair, but I'm just, you know... It's kind of interesting how the things in our beliefs somehow magically overlap and all of our holidays have to be your holidays at the same time. Hey, it's almost names. like the people who win all the, the wars and the conquest get to kind of assert what, what they and believe. burn all the libraries. Yeah, you know, it's... Man, you ever just wish you could... You could see the library of Alexandria. I would, uh, yes, I would take. A, I would post it on Instagram. That'd be that'd be such a lit post. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably uh, I'd probably do like a like a live feed and just be like, "What's up? It's your boy at the library." Yeah, and then word, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I'm in Germany. You know what I'm saying? No, that's in Germany over that gate. I don't know what it says though. Picture time. All right, so we we ready to have some fun? I'm not. I'm I'm actually so anxious. I'm so scared. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna have fun? Well, we're gonna play a little game that I like to call "Got to Be Real," the only official cryptozoology quiz show of was that in good taste. And as always, your host Chandler Phillips. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Oh, you're too kind. You're too good to me. <laughs> All right, welcome everyone to Got to Be Real, the game show where I have a list of actual quote unquote cryptids, uh, a list of extinct animals that we have forensic evidence exist existed at one point, and then we have some things that I just made the fuck up and. Uh, today, we have a very special contestant. Uh, James, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is James. I'm from New York. Yes, I'm from New York. I, you know, I like to go along walks on the beach, and I don't know much about this cryptozoology thing, but it seems like really fun. We're going to go. We're going to go real hard, and we're going to try to win. Yes. We're yes. going to have a great day today. We're a great game coming at you. Um... We got a lot of a lot of fun things. Um, all right, let's let's get into our first category. All right, all right, all right. So our first one leading off is called a drop bear. 
a drop bear. Now, is a drop bear real or not real? Is it a cryptid? Is it extinct or is it bullshit? And Ooh. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a def no. or like just a, a quick oh. Oh, description of it, oh. um, so that you can determine, you know, if y- you can then further your assessment. All right. So a drop bear, Australian in origin, it's a large carnivorous predatory marsupial that's related to the koala and ambushes prey by dropping down on them from the treetops. Ooh, oh man. So, uh, alright, let's go. I think, I think, is it? Oh, I'm so scared. It's an extinct animal. He's going with extinct animal. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, do we have a drum roll? That, I damn, I should have put it. I that would have been interesting, yeah. right? I it is it. actually a cryptid. Oh, it's a... Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I, you know. You were really close, actually. It's a legend made up to scare tourists to Australia, possibly derived from assumptions made from the remains of prehistoric megafauna of the Australian continent. Well, I sure do hope I get to be a tourist there one day. <laughs> if they ever let us off this island. <laughs> Oh boy, well I heard they have coronavirus wrangled up there. We wouldn't have to do this on Zoom like we are right now. Man, I just really hope to be a, a game show host in the future. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, I broke real quick. Anyway, alright. On to the next one. Oh, the next one. To the next one. Oh, that's the, that's the weirdest sound. I the, like that though. To the next one. All right, next on our list, we have the Stellar's Sea Cow. Brief description of it. Uh, Native to the Bering Sea between Alaska and Russian, it's a Serenian. Russian, gotcha. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's a Serenian species related to manatees. Uh, though more closely related to the Goog- dugong, um, it's up to 30 feet long, weighing between 8 to 10 tons, positively buoyant, and it floats near the surface, but doesn't submerge well, often being mistaken for rocks and driftwood. Gotcha. Uh, large animal, Alaska, Russia, cold waters, lots of fat. I think, actually, that that's an extinct animal. That is correct! Yes! Fantastic, yes. The Stellar Sea Cow was officially extinct in 1768, said to have been hunted to extinction for its blubber and meat. It's a hell of a lot easier to hunt than your traditional whales. Don't say that to my wife. (laughs) hey yo. <laughs> um, I'm the, kidding, honey. I'm kidding, honey. You're not gonna be for dinner as long as it's on the table by <laughs> seven. That's awful. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Uh, that was a good one. Well done. So you're one uh, for one. I'm on it today. You're you're pretty yeah, on top of it. Wow. Uh, all right. Let's see. I uh, I'll give you two more. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Our next. 
our next animal is the puta cabra. <laughs> it's a cousin. <laughs> akin to the Puerto Rican legend, the chupacabra, also known as goat sucker. The puta cabra is the goat fucker. Uh, though it takes a hunched kind of uh, uh, posture, usually about five feet tall with leathery dark scales, an elongated penis, and dark sunken eyes, uh, the puta cabra is not known for killing its prey, but rather depriving it of any uh, sexual intimacy or, or motivation to mate in the future, thus um. devastating the livestock owners in the area. You can tell there's a puta cabra attack from the hickeys around the neck and mammary area of the goats. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I have to think about this real hard. I Dios mio. <laughs> At first, so like my wife that puta butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I absolutely just I've met one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's you know, but they were a little rotund. So they're not around so much anymore unfortunately so i just think that's it you know they stick to animals Ooh, <laughs> i appreciate your candor but oh yeah that is I incorrect ay dios mio <laughs> ay dios mio no es real it's it's not real that one was bullshit i ah, i could have sworn i went swimming in the baltic sea one time on a trip to India, and I, and I got a hickey. <laughs> <in my neck. laughs> you, you found yourself attacked by a, a what was it? A puta cabra. I fucking can't. I, yo, I felt way too excited. To, and then as you were going, I was like, it actually could be a real one. It could be a real at first, one. Like at the beginning, I was like, you know what? Oh my god. Is there some part of the Chupacabra story I don't know? Is right. it based on a real animal? We still talk about hickeys and shit. It's like, okay. Right. I mean, I be- it's like, oh, oh, Looks like I'm 0 for 2. No, you're 1 for 2. Oh, you I'm got 1 the- for 2. Look at me. So we only have one more left. I'm hoping that this one is a... Oh, almost pesto. <laughs> I'm really hoping that this one is a bonus round i really hope it has two points because if it doesn't have two points it's gonna be tied it's gonna be weird well if you get tied then we'll have to go into like Ooh. we'll have to go into the bonus round oh, this one is the bonus round if Ooh. you get this wrong then you're out you're done you win nothing you go home good day sir but if you get this correct you get one more chance one more shot i'm not throwing away my shot you get one opportunity. Don't. Upside down. Okay. All right. You ready for it? I imagined this so much. It feels like a memory. <laughs> this is Louis Anderson standing here in front of me. I'm here with my family. I don't know what the question is. I don't understand how it's going to go. 
or how I can find this bliss. Do I have the answer? Do I know what it is? I say the answer is Laputacabra. Well, I haven't asked the question yet, so I mean, oh. save your monologuing for the I end. I had a moment. Okay. okay. Uh, that uh, that was a beautiful moment. I'm glad I was able to share it with you. You picked up the zoology. You got what you got. Hey, we're here. We're doing it. We're into it. All right. For your final round, for the chance to go into the sudden death round, we got the Dinganek. All right. Now, this is an animal that What's was. the name again? Dinganek. D I N G O N E K. Dinganek. Dinganek. Mm hmm. Uh, native to Lake Victoria of southern kenya it's also been classified as a jungle walrus it's an aquatic me too <laughs> <laughs> come on that's uh come on that's a bit spicy <laughs> i don't know if you can say that oh it's hold on let me do my let me do my steve harvey this is a family show. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't say that. This is... Oh, I... Oh, man. Oh, they don't like you. Mm. All right. It's an aquatic, long-fanged animal covered in scales, approximately 15 feet long, with the head of a dog, short legs, and when it lunges out of the water, it can rear back onto its tail. Now, I ask you, for the chance... To go on to the next round mm, and mm. to win a beer that's already in your fridge. Is this a cryptid, an extinct animal, or is it bullshit? Okay, so just so you know this, this is a little information. I don't know if you know this, but I've worked with coffee for a long time, and I'm gonna tell you something. Coffee started in Kenya. Story of a goat hoarder or he hoarder, he notices goats were being kind of jumpy. And kind of excitable so he went and he found the first coffee plants i think i know about kenya so i think that i know a real animal that used to exist i think it's extinct oh, oh no are you fucking kidding that's so disappointing. You will be going home with nothing today. Yeah, just keep buzzing yourself. Unfortunately, the Dinganek. They're happy because I just. They get to see another contestant come on. Oh, that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you still didn't hit the worst drop, so I... we're good. <laughs> um, so the Dinganek is a legendary. What'd you call me? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Popularized by big game hunter Edgar Beecher Bronson's memoirs in 1911, uh, recounting a story from John Alfred Jordan, uh, its possible identity is based on a giant pangolin seen swimming in the waters of Lake Victoria. It's also possible that these water lions or, uh, what was it, jungle walruses... (laughs) Uh, are based off of a cultural memory of prehistoric uh, saber-toothed cats that uh, dwelt near rivers and lakes. 
in the area. I thought all cryptoids were like Siren Head. What's a Siren Head? Siren Head is a fictional creepypasta of this long, big creature with like sirens for a head and it makes a weird sound it sounds like a it's like and then there's like for a modem sound in there for some reason because i guess the little kids don't know what that sound is oh, okay. so it sounds weird to them it's a weird thing and i just feel like these things were not extreme enough they seemed too close to what could have been actual ex- extinct animals i think that's why people have the ability to believe in them is because they look and sound just similar enough to some things that are ridiculous enough to have existed. Like, so a lot of uh, the myths of cyclopses kind of came about because people saw old remains of mammoths and elephants in certain areas, and the way the muscles attach to the trunk, there's a big hole in the middle of the skull, and people think, oh, that must have been where the eyeball was. Or at least the, the ancient peoples I mean, who came across these. never seen anything with one eye before, so I, I guess that's a... Hey, pe- people, get, people get creative. You know, imaginations start going. I, I hope that this episode was informative and goofy enough um, for us to have a little fun. But also, we learned a little bit about cryptozoology uh you say so but i have a question yeah so i'm gonna make this a whole thing so we're doing an episode coming up about the king of monsters oh gojira the king of the kaiju where would you say now i know well we're not just talking about godzilla Oh, I forgot. We're also talking about the king of the jungle. I guess King Kong. Shere Kong's gonna say, Shere Kong got some shit to say about that, you know. But uh, yeah, you know how are how are like fucking Gojira? I mean, in King Kong and Mothra, like I know they're fiction, but. Aren't they all? Like, how close do they fall? Well, here's what I'll say about that. Due to the origin story that we'll get more in-depth on in our future episode about Godzilla, King Kong might actually have a basis in the cryptozoology field on account of Gigantopithecus, which was an ancient uh, orangutan descendant, or, or ancestor, sorry, orangutans descended from this lineage was a uh, 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 a hominin or, or in the primate family that uh, that Australopithecus and uh, um, um, Neanderthals and apes all descended from this was a branch of that or had some relation to that that was uh, an ape that weighed up to um, I believe 800 pounds, standing around uh, 12 feet tall. Um, and it might be possible that you could postulate that if this creature were still around and still had the uh, time between the Pleistocene era and where we are at now to continue evolving in an isolated environment, could like, pot- 
Like Skull Island. Like Skull Island, where the competition for for food and resources and and the the nutrient scarcity would create an evolutionary uh, arms race. I mean, but in all the movies, um, all the animals on the island seem to be modern animals. No, 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 no. In in the oh shit, there was like dinosaurs. There were and dinosaurs shit. and shit. I forgot about that. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So again, referring to that young Earth theory, I would say King Kong could fall under cryptozoology. Well, here's one. Like, here's a question. So sometimes there are things that come out of nowhere, and there are animals that we've discovered that we've, you know, some of which were based off of myths and of folklore that we've discovered have existed, mostly of dinosaurs, you know, like some like crustaceous period, some early Jurassic period stuff. Um, but there's one that really kind of proliferates in the cryptozoology uh, kind of sphere, and that's of the Bigfoot, or of the Yeti, and the Sam Squatch. How likely? Oh, oh, I just wanted to check. I just wanted to. Oh, oh this this thing can take his D so bad just now, but like you know, <laughs> how Sasquatch is my daddy, and he's going to protect me. How likely is it, or do you believe in, or is it possible? Those are three things. How likely do you believe in, or is it possible, for a large ape, like humanoid, mobile, possibly two legs, maybe not, huh. being large, going up maybe, I don't know, the pictures seem kind of small to me, because some great and apes are kind of large. You know, some great apes are like kind of big. So let's be a little extreme, like seven, seven and a half almost eight feet tall mm-hmm. like how possible is it do you think there's a possibility that someone saw not that it's still maybe somebody saw a large primate that could be construed as a yeti or sasquatch or bigfoot big feet given that big toes the big, small feet big toes big, <laughs> big feet only fans um Given that the Yeti is Tibetan and that the uh, the remains of Gigantopithecus were found in southern China, I believe there is potential that a uh, Southeast Asian great ape uh, related to the orangutan that has adapted to Arctic climates could potentially exist. The fact that it's gone this long without being fully uh, documented in in the biological zoological realm I think is I'm gonna convince you that it exists I, I mean because I have an opinion it doesn't take much to convince mm-hmm. I'm just saying realistic because there are animals we thought have been extinct there are animals that we ha- we we're constantly discovering especially in extreme temperatures we're finding animals you know because even 20, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, really setting up bases in the Arctic and super cold areas was inconvenient and expensive. And a lot of those things are scientific and are privately funded, not often founded by government, right? I'm not saying that I know for a fact that it's real, but it's likely that there's animal, there are animals out there that we don't know 
that's especially danger between water animals. Uh, here's the thing, though: the entire difference between cryptozoology and zoology is the posture you take in going and proving their existence. If you take the hypothesis that it doesn't exist and you go to uh, affirm that hypothesis by exhausting any means of proving the opposite, that's the science. Do you have any evidence that all all, all of the means were exhausted? I don't yet. And that's why I... Could you postulate the fact? Could 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 you bring to the table the fact that perhaps it exists but due to the inefficiency of government and the high taxes and regulation on businesses that they couldn't just go into places uh, in what <laughs> I'm saying. You mean taxes drove yetis into the hills and they're like, we won't be taxed by them. No, or, or how about this? Or how about we go and you just say to yourself, I'm, I'm not joking, you know, like, um, is there really incentive to go find this? And of course, there's also hive mind. Just because I, there are people who are crazy who believe in Sasquatch, but they're not believing the same thing I'm believing. I believe in Sasquatch. What they believe is a bastardization of my belief in Sasquatch. Well, I believe in Sasquatch. You believe in Sasquatch. But I think the real question is. Does Sasquatch believe in us? I would say so. But another question is that how could we let these dirty liberals <laughs> take our Sasquatch daddies away from us? Well, I think the bigger question in response to that is if there is a Sasquatch, shouldn't I have guns to protect myself and my family well, from just that Sasquatch? You've never seen Sasquatch? You assume it doesn't exist? I don't assume. In fact, I'm assuming it exists, and it's a bloodthirsty killer that wants to rape and murder my family. <laughs> and therefore, I need yeah. to protect myself. And in fact, we need to make preemptive strikes against this Sasquatch. I killed. That's why I set California on fire. I still. I mean, what? <laughs> I killed a Sasquatch last week. It's a little shorter, a little paler, had a strange accent. Kept well, you- saying, no moss, no moss, no moss. <laughs> but I just said to myself, Fuck it. You're a fucking Sasquatch. You're in my country. <laughs> um, Obviously. Were you in Spanish Harlem when you I saw know, the Sasquatch? Right? It's like, I was um, in the store. A guy came behind me and said, Permiso? There was a wallet in his head and I just said, Sasquatch! <laughs> you know? <laughs> Necronomicon. <laughs> I can't. I fucking can't do motherfucking Sasquatch coming here trying to take my jobs <laughs> even though they're not real. Well, you know, I don't know if you saw that. I saw these, an Antifa. I saw a Sasquatch. These big feats always coming and taking our jobs because they can't afford shoes. You know? Oh, the, the, you know what they say? If you have big feats. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is saying you part. James, no. There is a line. <laughs> There is a line in what's appropriate. We can joke about murder. It's <laughs> fucking the bigotry against big feet. Oh, I have to make the huge anti-leftist joke as a leftist. It was like on Twitter, somebody said that 
Sasquatch lives don't matter. Excuse me. This is an intersectional movement. This is an intersectional. This is an intersectional movement. I think all cryptids matter. Uh, blue cryptids matter. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I know. I found a cryptid you don't know about. Was it Jesus? No. Oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Okay. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Holy shit. I was going something like real, like. I discovered this is so fucking crazy. I was reading about cryptids. I was like, yo, uh, you know, about fucking Sasquatch, the Lackless Monster, like the big ones, Chupacabra, the ones that I thought Yeah, the big crazy. Five. And I was like, there's some that are like super fucking crazy, super fucking wild. It's like, there are fucking things out there that Bro, don't. Bro, you're telling me I did fucking... research to try yo, to figure out which ones would throw you off. They literally don't fucking exist, but they're so. Like, there's, like, a fucking myth in some areas. They really fucking get you. And I fucking found one. Yo, it's called a good cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That can't be right. They're all bastards, right? ACAC. All oh. cops are cryptoids. <laughs> oh, I just... Uh, I'm sorry. That might be problematic. <laughs> Uh, I guess only if you're a bigot, I guess. Right. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know, you made fun of the cops in your podcast? Oh my god. How could you do that? If somebody raped your little sister, who else would you call? Ghostbusters? That's like the cops. I'm gonna Is call it? the cops. What do you want from me? Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, oh no, shit. So I'm not gonna call the cops. Oh man, all cops are bastards. I'm gonna let you stay there and not be raped. I mean, or let you lay there raped. You've been raped already. What's the point of calling the fucking cops? <laughs> they can't unrape you. Oh, this just, is this has oh, got really dark. Yeah, this, this is not where I intended this episode to go. <laughs> you picked it. You picked something. And I was like, this is so funny. And I said to myself, man, this is gonna have some fucking fun with this. And I did warn you, you like did. fifty times today. I was like, we're gonna I, have fun. I didn't expect, like, I thought it was, like, good, clean, wholesome fun, um, where we talk about, like, what, what things exist, what might Not ex- with the cryptors. Oh. Hard R. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of cryptids. They're not a lot of blood tids. Um. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Anyway, if you great wa- cryptid. If you want to find out some of the other, uh, cryptids that I researched... And some of the other extinct animals that uh, I had planned for our our little game, and just some of the other uh, creative bullshit that I came up with. I was really proud of some of this. There stuff. was so. Do you have any more funny ones? Or did you do some that like? And then you wrote one that was really funny. I wrote okay. I think the only other funny one that I got is um, the uh, Wisconsin Rat King. <laughs> Continue. Oh. The Wisconsin Rat King, I I postulated, was a um. Oh, it was a fucking. It's Google Doc that you can't open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It it was um. A uh, a phenomenon that occurred in Monroe, Wisconsin, as a result of uh, cheese factories and meat packaging um, factories that created hyper-aggressive um, rodents of unusual size. Who? 
and uh, given these feeding frenzies, these these rodents would show up in the hundreds of thousands, and they would uh, get into the, in a position where they would all combine, or like they'd get their tails entangled, right, creating a mound, in fact, of of rats, and just just hungry. Isn't that a real thing? Starving friends. Yes, but they'd be. They'd be larger than the average rat, <laughs> like like small dog size. Oh no! Uh, to the point where they were capable of taking down um, uh, passersby and 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 uh, wanderers, and being able to to completely decimate an entire carcass of of a wanderer or someone just just walking. Um, that was bullshit. <laughs> that Had was... time to see the gigantic rat. I would have actually probably thought that was real. Life. Right, that sounds terrifying. It's close, but at the end, it's just like little fantastical, 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 fantastical. The the other one I had um, was the Sacramento River cat. That's uh, the an otter about the size of a puma that would dwell in the uh, American and Sacramento rivers and uh, would occasionally attack. Um, stone teenagers uh, smoking <laughs> on the banks of the rivers and um, what have you. Um, that one was also bullshit. I found one that's bullshit you don't know about. Oh, Stella doing stand up. Stella doing stand up comedy. Hey yo. Um. <laughs> uh, you know what else you can go to find something that doesn't exist, like your website. <laughs> bubblebearcomedy.com wow you're just taking all these no contents all these jabs oh bubblebearcomedy.com there's no content that's where you are man i feel attacked you literally posted something and it took you a minute on instagram at c underscore underscore honey uh-huh. you just fucking posted something it took a hot minute it was pretty and i was like oh shit finally you know i saw what you posted on facebook with your 20 likes i'm sorry she told me she was like she sent me. She's like, "Oh, he's really excited," but the likes are twenty. You like said it's blowing up. Stop blowing up. Fuck <laughs> off. Twenty let me, fucking likes. Let me be excited for something. I know. I'm excited for you. Ever. I, I did that for you. <sighs> I I took care of that for you. How's that feel? Uh, felt it feels belittling. Um, so how's how's your you know likes game going? How when whenever you tweet something out on at what funny friend. How how do how do you feel when you only get you know five responses? Oh, only on when phone. I only when uh, it's very small. But I went from zero impressions to having almost two hundred and fifty impressions per post, and at least eight active engagements. Fuck. And I fuck it. I'll be like half asleep in bed, and my phone will go off saying, "Hey, James tweeted something." Yeah, fucking six in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> fucking two in the morning, five in the morning. You know, three in the afternoon. All that shit. You know. But that's not where the pretty stuff goes. The pretty stuff goes on Instagram. Oh, what's the Instagram that all has the pretty stuff? Art of Giving Up, which I post once in a while. I post the fire-ass stories. That's true. You do You do the stories pretty well. This has been actually super fucking awesome. Anybody who wants to participate, you have a topic idea, you have something to say, you want to critique us, you want to give us the thumbs down, guess what? iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen, like, comment, subscribe, review, or recommend some booze for us recommend, to try. 
fucking share it with your friends if you want to have fun if you want to learn more you could always find out on mondays at 8 a.m behind the bar we putting out some fire content it's juicy um we're gonna wrap it up i'm chandler phillips uh, i'm james berry and this was was that in good taste uh drinking is not uh required but it is recommended, recommended.